Am I a negative Nancy? <laughs> Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Make space. Wish you had more space in your home? Use MakeSpace. They'll pick up, store, and deliver your stuff. Get started at MakeSpace.com and use code CHICAGO50 to get $50 of free storage. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping. And today's theme is... Bad Influences. Oh, <laughs> what a bummer of an episode. Fucking bummer. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. So this week we're going to talk about... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to talk about? So this week on Friendshipping, we're going to talk about bad influences. So people who make you feel negative, people who you feel like a big gossipy mean girl around, people who just are not friendshipping uh, to the level that you need. Yeah, people whose behavior bums you out and kind of affects the way you act. Yeah. So first question, when I hang out with certain people, I find myself acting in a catty, gossipy manner. I hate when this happens because I feel like a horrible person, but this usually occurs with some of my best friends. How can I still hang out with them but not turn into a mean girl at the same time? So the important first part of this that is a good thing to note is that you said certain people. Uh, so that is good. That is good that this is relegated to a small group of your friends and you're just not a hater in general. Um, absolutely keep an eye on the way that you act around other people as well and, and make sure that, you know, maybe, maybe you are a hater. I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, gossiping has become the expected way that you bond with this particular group. So you are enabling each other to behave in this way and it's time for you to break the cycle because you are the person who noticed it and good on you. You can be a champion. Yeah, you know, there's something so draining about social situations like this. Like, you walk away from a conversation that's so negative, feeling kind of hollow and tired because you spent an hour talking badly about people. And maybe, and every word that came out of your mouth was negative. And maybe you don't even necessarily believe the things you say. But when you're with this certain, with this certain group of people, uh, certain behaviors are enabled. And this is really common. I've especially noticed it with old friends from, like, childhood or high school, the thing you have in common is you know talking and gossiping and you can absolutely expect talking about people to happen in every social group that's impossible to eliminate entirely because humans are social creatures and people are always going to judge one another it's how we make sense of the world and ourselves and there's really no such thing as a judgment-free person but there are lines and it sounds like yours are being crossed and you've noticed that and you've made a really internal distinction here that you are not okay with your own behavior so good job yeah, and I absolutely agree with Jen. Venting about stuff and people is totally normal. You know, people do this. It's not great, but I mean, it's a thing. Um, but if it makes you feel like a meanie, then it's time to notice that it's too much. And the other, and I, the other thing I super agree with on Jen is that uh, this is really common with old friends because you are looking for other things to talk about. Uh, you guys know each other so 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 well that now you're looking for uh, different topics, and it, this is it. This is the topic that you've decided on. So it's time to decide on a new different topic. Yeah, it reminds me of the phrase, um, "We're friends because we hate all the same people," which is <laughs> not a great basis for a friendship but it does but it, you said certain people and they're your best friends and that's what makes this so hard because there are so many things about this group of friends that you really like mm 
mm-hmm. that bring out good things in you. But this one negative thing is kind of creeping, creeping on and making and being overwhelming. So let's talk about what to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, they've done the internal work, then they've realized that they don't like this. Yeah, you've identified the problem, so good job. And the next step is gonna be advocating for yourself. And this is really hard, especially because you usually participate in this gossip. So when the conversation turns negative, I would frame your stance in the way you framed it to us, which is lately I've noticed I've become really negative. Can we change the subject? I absolutely agree. I think that presenting this as your problem and your internal problem is the way to go because one, you don't want to make your friends sad. Uh, And two, again, this is the expected way that you interact with each other at this point. They are going to think that it is weird that you are noticing this all of a sudden. So if you phrase this as, this is my problem, I need your help to work on this, I feel like a negative person right now, I think that that's the better, more constructive way to go about things. I totally agree. You know in Harry Potter when Neville stands up to Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and he's, he has a really hard time standing up to them because they're his friends. Yeah. It can be really hard to, enact, to ask for change in your friends because you, know, you accept so much about each other, but you are not accepting this behavior anymore. So Trin, I think you're totally right that you, you come at this as if it's your problem to be solved, and you're asking for a little help from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be the Neville. Be the Neville. Get some points for Gryffindor. <laughs> before you, uh, before you, you say this thing, um, I'm going to give you some advice that I am trying to take more often. And wait a few seconds and take a deep breath before you say your thing. And your thing is going to be something like, I noticed I'm becoming negative and I'm, this, is kind of, this kind of conversation is bumming me out. Do you think we can change the subject? And when I say wait a few seconds and take a deep breath I don't mean like brace yourself for the impact of what's about to happen because you know you're not the president of the United States delivering the state of the union but you are doing something important which is enacting some external change in your friend group so I mean take a deep breath because you'll think clear and not say anything you don't intend to say and you'll find your strength in that because uh, I don't want to police what you say to your friends but as a general rule I have never regretted waiting a few seconds before talking about what's on my mind. Yeah, I totally agree. So do you think this is time to give them some, some lines, some scripts they could potentially use? Yeah. All right. So um, this, is, this is what I thought of. Uh, I feel like I become a negative person when I start crapping on other people with you guys. And I know that this is something we have tended to do together. But if you could help me out and we can just change the subject to something else, that would be awesome. So this is directly saying that you feel like a negative person. This is something that you want to change within your life. And then they can help you by making the change with you. And it's a constructive thing. Yeah, and like, I think that that's a very safe way to do it. Because it's coming from the understanding that, yeah, you did participate in this for a very long time. Yeah, don't forget that. Yeah, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't be lofty. It would be very lofty of you all of a sudden to come down on them. Right. And be like, we should not talk about our friends this way. Yeah. And maybe you do feel that. And maybe there will become a time when it feels right to say that. But I don't think you're quite there right don't come at this from a place of self-righteousness yeah yeah you can't throw any stones here yeah leave the stones on the ground yeah it's not you're already taking the high road internally right so give your friends some breathing room and let them accept and let them accept that a change in the conversation has to happen that it i think so i think we answered the fuck out of that yeah we did it (laughs) all right (laughs) question two all right this is a good one i have two friends who hate each other They had a dumb fight in the past they've never really gotten over. But one is pretty cool about it, and the other brings up the problem at every opportunity, like she wants to make sure the other still hates her or something. 
I don't really care that they don't like each other, but I would love for them to shut up about it. How to deal? Man, all right, someone is caught in the middle here and doesn't want to be. <laughs> so I'm glad that the, 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 the asker has identified that they can, these two friends, friend A and friend B, can just keep hating on each other and it's not the asker's problem. That yeah. is so good. Yeah, the, they're not taking on the responsibility of fixing this. Right, this is not the parent trap. <laughs> you are not two Lindsay Lowens. You don't need to, to put them back together again. Uh, especially if this, I, I also feel like if this was a problem, like within their friend group, they would have mentioned that in the question too. They just want them to shut the fuck up at this point. Yeah, they didn't say, I want them to be friends again, or I, I wish they would be nice to each other. They're saying, can, can you just shut up? <laughs> right. It, it would be just great if this asker could invite friend A and friend B to their birthday party without having to worry about a throwdown. <laughs> and like, that's, that's totally reasonable. Um, so it is good that you're coming from this place. And just a, a general good advice uh, thing to take for our uh, listeners to take away from the asker is your friends don't have to all get along. They just don't. But they, they really should not have to like wrestle each other for dominance every time they see each other. Yeah, that's not being a very good friend to you. Yeah, it's being <laughs> yeah. a shitty friend. Yeah, and it sounds like friend A is has reached this level of not giving a shit. They've like accepted, they've they've accepted the fact that uh, friend A they don't get along with friend B, and that's that. But one friend still has a problem. I think that's what I'm getting out of this question. Friend B clearly still has a problem here. So the first piece of advice that I would give is. When you talk to friend B, because it seems like this is something that's going to be a, a conversation be- between you and friend B, don't compare friend B to friend A. Don't even bring up friend A. Don't even do it. Yeah. Because the biggest no-no is, well, friend A is doing fine. Why can't you shut the hell up? Like, no. <laughs> like, the- yeah, you could think that in your head, but if you say that, you are opening the door to entering this this fight right that's gonna make friend b feel like total balls and and now you're suddenly involved in their fight and and also friend b is never going to believe that friend a doesn't complain about her like oh yeah that is such a good point like she's never gonna believe that's not the reality that that friend is ever going to accept yeah that's not how irrationality works Mm because we get we get mad then we get sad and then our brains don't know how to process reality and all hell breaks loose and this is why we have problems yeah and you know Trin, that reminds me of something we were talking about in the office the other day, which is if you are upset or anxious, your brain will construct a narrative. And because you want to rationalize why you feel upset, so you will pick a reason. Everybody does this. You will pick a reason, the one that makes sense. And here, what will make, friend, what will make sense to friend B is that friend A is definitely talking behind her back. So don't even open the door to having defend friend A or insulting friend A. Don't even bring it up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and uh, I feel like we could just move right on to what do we say to friend B? Because that's the real key here. Absolutely. You got to, what, what to say here is pretty important. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like this has been going on so long that t- some tough love could be used. Yeah. I mean, if you're good enough friends that if you have two friends who hate each other, I, I'm sensing a lot of history here. Right. So you can even say out loud, I'm going to give you some tough love, or I don't feel prepared to talk about this unless I can give you some tough love. Yeah. So I understand that you guys don't get along, but this does not involve me, and I would appreciate being left out of it. I want to trust you to be an adult about your problems. Is that too tough? No, it's wonderful. You know, you could even be tougher. Yeah. You can you can obviously judge for yourself how how close you are with your friends and how they will react to this, but you can say, 
I love you both. Please leave me out of this. Right. And right. that's all you can have to say, really. Mm-hmm. And if they can't accept that, well, then just talk badly about both of them to each other and just, like, stir some shit and see what happens. <laughs> no. Be hilarious. No. Oh, God. <laughs> no, don't ever do that. I also want to discuss um, how bad of a friend friend B is being to the asker. We absolutely need to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're being shitty. They, they, I'm afraid that friend B is using the asker as a conduit to get at friend A. And yes. that is why they keep complaining. Um, so so th- I think that tough love is necessary because friend B is dragging you into these issues when they complain about the friend who is over it. I mean, it's okay if they have to hate each other. <laughs> like, that, that's, people don't like each other, and that, that is fine. But uh, if friend B is complaining and saying these mean things about friend A all of the time because she's hoping that it'll get back to her somehow, I mean, that's just a shitty use of your friendship. Uh, and you might have to say at a certain point that, that you're going to have to limit your time with friend B if this is an activity that you have come to expect with her. I always, this sounds like weird advice, but I do encourage people to take breaks from their friends when they need to. Absolutely. Th- that doesn't mean you're like, it's not a divorce, it's not a breakup, it's not, it can be something you decide totally in- internally, but it is okay to take a little social break from people who are exhausting you and just casually decline their invitations in this case it sounds like a confrontation kind of needs to happen but you deserve better than what friend b is giving you by because they are dragging you into their shit i also wonder if friend b is um like going out to coffee with the asker and talking about like you know shitting on the other friend or if it's like in every social situation like friend b goes to a party and complains about friend a and like everybody's uncomfortable that's mean. Yeah, it is. That's mean. Imagine being around someone. Okay, so friend B knows that you're still friends with friend A, and all they do is put that person down. That's a disrespectful to you. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I mean, at first it was like, okay, like, this is their problem. But it's the asker's problem, too. I mean, it's yeah. the... So um, if you're in a group situation and friend B is being mean, I think that it is important to call them out on it. It is. If they are talking about this in front of other people. And uh, hopefully you guys have other mutual friends and you can like ask for some backup here because it might be to the point where she needs to hear this from people who are not just you. Right. Yeah. It is a shitty thing to do to ask, to, uh, to repeatedly ask you to defend your friend. Like you, you can point blank, blank say, you're putting me in a position where I have to either defend friend A or insult friend A. And I don't want to have to do either of those things to you. That is a good line, Jen. Oh, thanks. You write that down, Asker. <laughs> you put that in your moleskine <laughs> and put it in your back pocket. Put that in your moleskine journal. <laughs> That's the best phrase I've heard. That is incredible. <laughs> All right. I feel pretty good about yeah, that Yeah, me answer. too. Oh, Was that really it? I feel like I want to keep recording things with you, though. I don't want to end. Aww. Let's talk about something else. All right. What do you want to talk about? Um, Do you want to talk about uh, we could talk about Star Wars? We could talk about oh, let's talk about Star Wars. Okay. And the reason why I'm talking about Star Wars is because um, I'm still thinking about the friendship between R2D2 and C3PO. Mm. And I was looking through my notes. Uh, I was looking through my notes last night, and they got really, really. Uh, Wait, let me guess. Emotional? They got really emotional. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and I thought they were really funny. I'm just gonna read a few, Please, a I few all that. caps things to you. <laughs> 
So first of all, I need to preface this if you don't know. Um, and we've mentioned this in the podcast before, but I have very strong feelings about R2-D2. Uh, and I, as a child, always identified with R2-D2. And I processed the character as uh, as a female character, a female robot. Um, so, so just, okay. <laughs> okay, here it goes. She lies to Luke so much, I love it. Oh, there ain't no recording here, son. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? I don't even... Yep, R2-D2 was definitely lying. What a skank. I love her. <laughs> so, R2-D2 is a crafty bee. Oh, she's such a crafty bee. Love it. I love uh. it, too. But, like, the, the relationship between R2-D2 and C-3PO is so beautiful, and you don't really think about how the entire first quarter of A New Hope is entirely about the relationship between the two of them. Oh my gosh. It really sets up everything, doesn't it? It really does. The, the entire course of the film hinges on the decision of the Empire to not shoot down the escape pod because there are two uh, droids inside. Like, the entire course of the film is determined by my this. My jaw just dropped to the floor. Yeah. How have I never thought of it that way? I right. think because I've always, like, fast-forwarded to, like, uh, Leia and Han and been like, Luke is so annoying. But I clearly, <laughs> I was missing some robot friendship love here. Yeah, like they have like, they have, uh, the first quarter of the movie, it revolves around R2-D2 and C-3PO. Like they have a fight, they get back together, yeah. they get like, it's sold to a new owner and they have to like, re-navigate the conditions of their friendship again. Like, I mean, it's really, it's very intense and it's very, it's very good. I remember when I watched the movies when I was little, I was like, I hate that they fight so much. They fight too much. All the all the robots do is fight, but they do. it is they do a lot of fighting. Yes, but it is friendship fighting under a lot of st- friendship put under a lot of stress. Yeah, <laughs> and they do a really good job. Oh my god, like I can't believe how much I feel about this, but um, they do a really good job presenting their friendship as something that changes over time and uh and c3po is a very high anxiety high stress kind of character and r2d2 only really um communicates in like bloops and bleeps and stuff but you understand that you know she kind of is, is taking this as it goes kind of thing. yeah so it's a very interesting uh dynamic between two characters who are processing this high stress like intense situation like incredibly differently uh, and they make fun of each other you know right like they they say like dumb stuff to each other and like but but it, it reminded me of me, me and you at Gen Con. Oh, it's the like, first year, the first year. Yeah, like they like they like they would just get over it. Yeah, yeah. They just like they have shit to do, and they're best friends. Yeah, it's so cute. In my mind, R two D two is like get shit done. Yeah, C three PO has understandably a lot of questions about what they're doing and a lot of. This could kill us. Right. Yeah. Like, C-3PO is, like, lawful neutral. Like, he, Ooh, yeah. he follows the laws, like, to the T, and, like, it doesn't really matter, like, what's good or bad, in my opinion. And then R2-D2 is, like, like, uh, like chaotic good, I guess? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Cause she just, it doesn't really matter what anybody says. Like, she does the right thing. Like, she lies to Luke over and over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Like, She's got a plan the yeah. whole time. And you know what? She leaves people out of her plans so she, in favor of the plans like she doesn't tell c3po a lot no <laughs> there's a lot of things she just doesn't tell him she straight up lies to luke a couple of times like like luke accidentally gets like the recording of leia or whatever and then rtd's like what recording what are you talking about and then c3po is like show show like this is your new master like do it and rtd2's like oh, i don't know what i don't know and then and then rtd2 plays the video for ben kenobi without any hesitation Oh, that's amazing. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. So, like, you know she's a liar. Okay. Are we wrapping up? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, thanks for sticking with us through that tangent. 
I just didn't Star want to let Jen, I didn't want to let Jen go yet. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been friendshiping. If you would like to ask us a friendship question, you can cram it right up our asshole at ask.fm slash Jen and Trin. Jen has two N's and Trin only has one N, but the second N in Jen stands for Never stop loving Star Wars. Never. <laughs> if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we are at Jen and Trin. The same number of ends apply. And have a lovely whole rest of your friggin' week. Do friendship at the. <laughs>